everyone, welcome back to the Orange Shoe Podcast sponsored by Lean Boost. In this episode, I'm bringing you our new segment that is called Ask Your Trainer. And in this segment, I'm gonna be traveling around to all the different Orange Shoes and sitting down with their team of trainers and asking them questions that were submitted by their clients. So first up was University Avenue in Madison. I got to sit down with Bryce, Maggie, and Eden and ask them a lot of different questions that were submitted by their clients. Some are health and fitness related and others are just some fun ones. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. But with that, if you're at a different Orange Shoe location, I will be coming to your location. So start thinking of some questions that you want your trainers to answer for you. So this was a fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. And before we hop in, here's a quick message from our sponsor. Is your nutrition preventing you from reaching your goals? Do you enjoy eating healthy, but don't enjoy or have the time for all the prep work? If so, then I highly recommend checking out Lean Feast. Lean Feast is the premier meal prep service in the Madison area. They take out all the guesswork and provide you with quick, healthy meals on your schedule. The best part, you get to choose what goes into your meal and how many you purchase. Let's say you struggle with eating healthy lunches during the work week. Then you could go there, purchase five lunches, and eliminate that struggle. The meals take three minutes to warm up via microwave or stovetop, and then they are ready to eat. Season with your favorite spices to add your own little flair. Gone are the days of running to the drive-thru or skipping meals altogether because you failed to plan. Head over to Lean Feast today and use promo code OSPODCAST for 10% off every order. You will not regret this decision. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Orange Shoe Podcast. And the first segment, or like a new segment we're starting here, this is the first episode of it, and it's called Ask Your Trainer. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be traveling around to all the Orange Shoe locations, and we're going to be meeting with the team, so those trainers that work at that location, and we're going to be asking or answering questions from their clients that they train every single day. So with that, if you're listening to this, I will be making my way to your studio soon. So start thinking of the questions that you want your trainers to answer for you. And these all have to fall underneath like the health, nutrition, um, strength training, like working out umbrella. So no, like what's the Wi-Fi password? Everyone's laughing right now because that's one of the questions they got. Um, you know, what is your social security number? Not a good question to ask. Make sure you're thinking about it. Health umbrella. All right. So real quick, I'm going to introduce who we got here today. So we have Eden, Maggie, and Bryce from the Orange Shoe University location here in Madison. So guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick. Hi, I am Eden. I've been here for a little over a year, and it's been a lot of fun working with new clients, meeting everyone, getting to know the team. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I like to hike and be active outside, do all that fun stuff, and I've really been getting into cooking, a little bit of vegan cooking. Mm. Maggie and I bond over that. <laughs> yeah, so that's me. Awesome. Hey everybody, I'm Bryce. I've been here for three years. So uh, OG University Ave. For I, th- real. I think I was the first hire. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I started out training mornings and evenings, ended up just shifting to a full evening schedule as I finished up school. And it's been a lot of fun to grow in this last couple of years, especially through COVID. Um, continuing to see familiar faces all the time and adding new members to the team has, has been really enjoyable. Absolutely. Hey, what's up, you guys? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm Maggie, and I am a morning trainer. I've been here for, I will say, two years in December. It makes me sound cooler. <laughs> um, I love cats. I love every kind of cat. 
You'll, you'll, that's, there, there it is. You'll, you get <laughs> Said it. Said everything you need to know about you. That's literally it. Uh, yeah. Um, but I would love to see you guys in the morning. So if you haven't come to the University Ave studio, please get your butt down here so we can see you. I like that. A trainer trying to fill her schedule. I love mm. it. So real quick, I'm going to ask you guys a question before we start answering questions from the clients. And so real quick, I want you guys to go about what got you into this profession? So why did you, why is health and fitness important to you? And what made you think like, hey, like this is something I want to do professionally? Yeah, for me, uh, fitness really is the center of everything. I can't really do anything really well in my life unless I'm feeling good and Mm. I'm feeling strong, I feel healthy, all of that. Um, So that is what originally got me into it. I took a really fun weight training class in high school and that kind of set the path for me that this is what I want to do and help other people find that same passion love it yeah movement has been really important for me as well I was a three-sport athlete in high school played a little bit of football into college and I got hurt a lot and with that I was lucky enough to get hooked up with some good movement coaches and personal trainers and physical therapists and being able to help people take away a pain that they've had for years or overcome something that they thought they would never be able to do is probably the most fulfilling part of this job so just being able to get people moving their best um, is, is probably the, the thing that gets me motivated to go to work uh, every day. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. For me, fitness is a, like a mentality. I was brought to this field because of um, mental health issues. And so exercising, moving my body, and figuring out what feels good has made me improve physically but also mentally. And so I can see that in our clients. Um, and watching people kind of really start to enjoy exercise and kind of gain confidence in what they do here is really special to see. Yeah, that's great. It's, I, I always believe like fitness is such a, it creates such a ripple effect. You start working out and you start like developing confidence in yourself and seeing results and like realizing that when you put effort into something, you can see change and that ripples into every aspect of life. Like, oh, absolutely. oh it's like if I just start paying attention a little bit more to my eating, like, wow, I lose weight. If I start like working a little bit harder or being a little bit more focused and diligent with my time with my work, I'm actually like working less, but I'm accomplishing more. And oh yeah, I'm come more in produ- morning, more productive. slaying it in the gym, then you can go to work and slay it there. Mm-hmm. So you just like set yourself up for a really good mm-hmm. mindset or have like a really good work day. You come here, kill your workout, then you go home and eat a healthier dinner because you're feeling good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So let's go ahead. We got a bunch. We got a big bin here full of questions from your guys' clients. And so we're going to go ahead and we're going to dive into some of them. And we're just going to answer as many as we can here in the next like 20 minutes or so um, and have some fun with this. All right. So we'll kind of go around and I'll kind of like ask the question to one of you individually. But then after they answer it, feel free. We could all kind of have a little bit of a round table and kind of throw in our little bit of tidbit of like, you know, knowledge on top of it as well. All right. Um, So here we go. First question we got, should I stretch every single day? Take it, Eden. Yes, please. I (laughs) highly encourage it before and after exercise in the morning. um, It just really helps you kind of wake up your muscles, um, prevent a lot of injuries and tears, all that stuff. I know we've all had our fair share of that. Um, So yeah, anytime that you can just get a little bit of extra movement in, it's going to be really good for those muscles and tendons and all of that. Mm -hmm. Anyone got anything to add to that? What if somebody like, it's like, okay, I get, I need to stretch, but like, what do I do? Like, how do I, how do I stretch? Should I follow something? Should I go somewhere and do it? 
are is there, there are there I, stretches that you guys recommend clients doing? Right. I think it could be as simple as you don't have to put away, okay, I have to stretch for 30 minutes a day. I think like five minutes would be beneficial. And it mm -hmm. can be as simple as doing it as you wake up in the morning. Do a couple, like, you know, you're twisting your spine. You're kind of just rolling up into a ball and then stretching out like you're just waking up. Well, obviously waking up in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, and it can be super simple. It doesn't have to be, all right, I have to do the splits. Let's do it. Let's mm -hmm. go. I think, too, um, the more times that you can just create uh, little opportunities for movement throughout the day, yeah. opportunities for water, whatever. I mean, if you get up for a coffee break, get up for going to the bathroom, maybe uh, every, every time that you see double zeros on the clock, you know, you got to get up and do a little micro stretch, try to touch your toes for a second and get back to work. Mm -hmm. All that adds up quite a bit, especially as we try to undo the posture taking of. breaks from sitting all day yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. i mean 90% of our clients are, are probably at a desk job mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know arms out in front butt tucked right how do we uh counter that right we're going to look to do a, a hamstring stretch some overhead reaches try to open up the chest a bit and just that stuff is not only going to make you feel uh, better in the gym just better outside as well mm -hmm. and that's like my big focus when i try to preach like stretching is at the end of the day all of us just want to feel good and most of our clients, when they come to us, they're like one of their big things is I just want to start to feel better. Like I want to get rid of aches and pains. I want to be confident. And I, I always tell people stretching is the number one thing you could do to just start to feel better. And it's one of those things that we're all really good at knowing that we need to move our bodies, mm -hmm. but everybody's really bad at now thanking our bodies for allowing us to move. And that's in the form of recovery. And I always say exercise is where we damage ourselves, right? Exercise is a form of damaging the muscles. Mm -hmm. So if we're gonna want that body to you know, grow and get stronger and see results, we need to make sure that we're, exercise allows you the ability to recover. Mm -hmm. That's it, recovery is where the gains come from, not the pounding in the gym. And so it's like, once we start to understand that like stretching will make us feel better every single day, and that's actually where our, our gains come from, you're gonna get a lot more people to buy in to the stretching and being like, oh, okay, this is just the start. The workout is just the start of me getting better today. I have to go home and finish that process by stretching. And for, I know for a lot of me, like a lot of people, just like the reason they come to Orange Shoe is they need that guidance and that accountability and they need somebody to tell them what to do. So a lot of clients are like, oh, I, I would do it, but I just, you know, like at home, like working out at home, a lot of times you're like, I could, I have a great gym at home, but I just don't. So I always usually like to recommend like a outside, like going to YouTube and finding a stretching video to follow along to, joining a local yoga studio, because now you have to go somewhere and get out of your house. You have that accountability. And that's usually where I think people find a little bit more success when it comes to stretching is finding those things that you can watch and tune into to help you instead of just trying to figure it out yourself. Absolutely. Awesome. Here we go. Next question. What is the biggest challenge when talking with new clients about food and diet? Bryce, you want to start with this one? I think for me, it's, it's talking to people about food being fuel. And there's a lot of fear and negative messages that are told to us about how we should approach food and that we should punish ourselves and that we need to work off food when it should be we should work and we should reward our bodies and mm -hmm. fuel up so we can recover like you just said. People will ask things about, you know, is protein good? Is car are carbs good? Should I be the limiting carbs, my fat? <laughs> uh, you know, you've heard it once, you've heard it a million times. So. Carbs are hated more than the Kardashians. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, 
that, that's probably been my biggest hurdle. I don't have a perfect way to explain it to people, but just trying to um, let everyone know that it's something good for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Eden and Maggie have something else to, to add into that as well. Um, for, for me and possibly Eden as well, I get questions regarding diet about um, like veganism. Um, so I've been vegan for 12 years and they ask, you know, where do you get your protein? How do you get your protein? Mm -hmm. You know, protein, protein, protein. Uh, or I hear a lot, you know, I've, I was vegetarian for six months, but, you know, I lost weight or I was sick or whatever. Um, you know, why? And it's probably because you weren't eating enough. Mm -hmm. um, so making sure that you're getting enough food in your body. Um, I, we, I think we see a lot of people on certain diets where they you know, 1,400 calories, 1,200 calories, and it's like, that's not really enough mm -hmm. for you, um, especially if you are active throughout the day, if you're coming here, if you're exercising, just eating more, but like more whole foods, mm -hmm. more nutritious foods. I'm not asking you to go get a pizza and eat the whole thing. Have the pizza, have, you know, slice or two, whatever, eat a big salad along with that. Just getting in enough food enough nutrients would really uh, help fuel your day mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree with that I definitely see that people restricting the calories that they're eating on a daily basis because they're worried that will automatically turn to fat in their system that's not how it works it doesn't no. happen that fast guys <laughs> no. it could be backwards no. of that too yeah yeah if you yeah. step oh, on a scale tomorrow and you're three pounds heavier than you were the day before don't, Go to the bathroom. don't fret <laughs> it's not fat you can't gain fat that fast guys it's yeah. inflammation water yeah. Yeah. All that. So the angle that I really like to take with people is think of things that you really enjoy eating and find a way to put that into your day. Um, if you're feeling really lethargic, really tired all the time, but you know that you're getting roughly enough sleep each night, you probably need some more food. So or water. Feeling, yes. And water. So if you are having these crashes throughout the day and you can't figure out why, it's probably because you need to be eating more. Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we all just like take a pause and take like a water break? Just like take a sip because like that's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it too because uh, that's like the number one thing uh, with people he, like our clients they do not drink enough water mm -hmm. not and not just you guys like people in your day-to-day -day, I'm calling out my husband you know who you are drink more water yeah Cheers. It's as simple as that and we think what uh, what also too, I think a lot of times we hear about a lot of these diets that completely cut out a macronutrient and everyone thinks that's how you lose weight is mm -hmm. I have to cut out yeah. You know, carbs get yeah. blasted, fats get blasted, and at the end of the day, they're a micro, they're a macronutrient for a reason. Yeah. Like they're they're building blocks to us. Like we don't have to yeah. be afraid of carbs. We sh don't need to be afraid of fat. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be afraid of protein. Protein is like the number one my, uh, macronutrient that most people are super super deficient in. So the other day, I was at an event and I asked some people, "Hey, how many grams of protein do you think you need to eat in a day?" And so if you're listening to this right now. Go ahead and, and write down or just think in your head how many grams of protein you probably should be eating in a day. I'm going to give you three seconds. Two, one. Your, <laughs> the amount of grams of protein you need to be eating in a day is roughly 0.7 to 1 gram of protein for your goal body weight. So if you're somebody who wants to be 200 pounds, you're going to want to eat 0.7 to 1 gram. So the high end of that would be 200 grams of protein in a day. Now, before you freak out and be like, that's a ton, it, it, it is a lot, and you're going to have to be very smart and calculated in how you get it in, and that's where supplementation helps out with that. But the, the macronutrient protein is, if you're asking your body to, it wants to get stronger, you want to become fitter, you want, you're, you're damaging those muscles in the gym, 
those are the primary building blocks. And protein isn't going to make you bulky. It's not going to make you, you know, look a certain way that you don't want to look. But if you want results, protein are going to give you those results. And but it's also going to make you feel more full, right? Mm -hmm. Satiated. Yeah. A lot Absolutely. of times, people we eat and then we're like, man, I'm hungry, and then it leads us to overeating. Well, if you you know make sure you're getting your 20, 30 grams of protein in a meal, you're going to feel much more satiated, yeah. and you're not going to be as hungry as often. So like you know like but kind of what Bryce is saying, like food is fuel, and as soon as we start looking at it like that, it becomes really easy, and it doesn't have to be scary. And one of the best food pyramids I've ever seen in my life is where the bottom portion of the food pyramid is the things you like to eat. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people think of dieting and as soon as they think of dieting, they think they have to eliminate everything they enjoy eating yeah. because that's how you lose weight is mm -hmm. enjoy or, you know, eliminate all the best things mm -hmm. when it's like, no, you can keep all that in there, but then we got to focus on our protein intake, our caloric intake, and then our fats and carbs and going from there. So it's yeah. like, not, don't be afraid of food, use it as fuel and then ask some questions, right? Start a food journal. That if we don't know what we're currently eating, there's no way we you're can actually aware. make change. Yeah, you're not aware. And they say the average person underestimates how many calories they eat by 50% if they're not mm -hmm. tracking it. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. 50%. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I think I eat 2,000, you're probably close to four. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty wild. All right, here we go. Next question. Into the box. Oh, okay. That one doesn't really pertain to fitness here. Is there... If there was no limit, how many cats would Maggie have? Ah. <laughs> That's a fun one. Uh, uh, for the record, I am wearing cat leggings and cat socks. I, I sound like a crazy cat lady, you guys. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. We're well, glad you're admitting it. I mean, I the first step is admitting <laughs> it. Um, if there's no limit, because the limit would be my husband. So if there's no, if he's not there, uh, the limit does not exist. There it is. What do you guys believe is the biggest deterrent of success for a client? So what is it that you think prevents clients from reaching their goal or getting their results? I'm going to say right now, I think it's just patience. Oh, the lack of patience. Yeah. We want it now. Right yep. now. I want 20 pounds off tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And if you don't give me that, I failed. Oh, especially in today's society where our attention spans are so short. So short, you know, you have TikTok and stuff, and the videos are, you know, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever. And so we just want things now. Videos are short, attention spans short. We we want we want those results, and they will come with time. Um, say weight loss is a goal. We don't gain that weight overnight. You're not going to lose that weight overnight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Bryce? Uh, next one after that, I'd say is consistency. Yep. Mm -hmm. It schedules at a variable. Um, that's why, you know, anytime we get a new client, we're like, hey, two times minimum, where we can get the three, four, five, six days movement, whatever it is, you're going to have the results come quicker, hopefully, as long as we can control the other things as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I think the thing that will help with both of those things is the mindset. I see a lot of people coming in with a mindset of I am going towards this goal and then I've accomplished fitness. Mm -hmm. Like I am there. I no longer have to think about this. It's a journey. Yeah, so finding ways that you can implement these things to make them enjoyable, make them sustainable, so that you can have that consistency and you have patience that this is going to be the rest of your life. Like, this is a commitment that you're making to yourself, not just for the summer, you yeah. know, yeah. whenever you're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, a lot of times you see where people reach their goals and then they stop doing everything they did to get to that goal. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they feel like their journey is now done. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when somebody does that, it's usually they didn't like the things that they were doing to get that weight loss. Like, how many times have you heard people say, I'm going to go keto? 
and then they go keto, they lose the weight, oh and then they God. get off of keto, and then six months later, they're like, I'm going to go keto again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason they got off of keto the first time is because they didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But it got them the result, but now yeah. they went away from it, and then they gained it all back. So, yeah, I think we yeah, patience, consistency, and then understanding that this is – your health is the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we look at it that way, you can't really fail. You're just gonna have ups and downs, which is fine. Yeah, I like that. All right, next question. How important is BMI and should we be focusing on it? Ooh, Eden. Uh, yeah, I would say it is not very important, especially <laughs> when you're in the aspect of you're coming to the gym, you're assessing your own health. Um, I like to think about it as how you feel day in and day out. If you feel really good doing a certain type of movement, continue to do that. That's going to be what's sustainable for you. Uh, everything else will follow. It, you know, your, your weight might kind of shift throughout your life, and that's totally normal and to be expected. We're not always going to be the same size that we were in high school or college or at a certain age or anything like that. Pre-pregnancy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one too. Um, and, yeah, BMI really does not calculate, you know, any of – it doesn't calculate how much muscle you have, how much fat you have. There's so much that goes into it, how much water, you know, your bone density, all of that. So none of that is put into consideration. And then oftentimes that places guilt on the person looking at their BMI and saying, oh, you know, I'm too heavy. I need to lose 100 pounds of fat when really that's not the case. Yeah, according to the BMI charts, oh, you're looking at it. Oh, gosh, I'm overweight. But it doesn't consider that, you know, you might have – a significant amount of muscle mm-hmm. for your body. Yeah, and BMI is a statistic used for a large group of people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. This yep. is for populations. Right. Yeah. Right. You do not look like everyone else, mm-hmm. so we do not need to train you with with everyone else in mind, giving you a cookie cutter workout, whatever that is. Right. We're going to work with you for your own goals mm-hmm. relative to you and your body type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going to realize a lot of people are like, I'm considered obese Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for my height. My doctor told me I'm obese and told me I need to eat better and work out more. That's what he literally looked me in the face Mm -hmm. and told me that. Same. I've I've been overweight for 15 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I always always tell people fitness can look a thousand different ways. Mm -hmm. Healthy can look a thousand different ways. Healthy doesn't mean a six-pack. Not at all. Oh, gosh, no. You know, healthy, all healthy matters is for that individual person. If you feel good, you feel confident, you feel strong, you have high energy, you're excelling as a parent, as a spouse, as a friend, as a uh, employee, and everything is, is you're, you're, you're loving what you're doing and you're loving how you feel, then there you go, that's, that's healthy. Yeah. BMI is one indicator that you can use, but it's just one, but it's not something that you should hang your hat on or something that should completely derail you if it's not within what you think it should be or what your doctor thinks it should be in. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. How many pull-ups can Bryce do in a row? All right, Bryce, you want to do them? Oh, okay. yeah, let's <laughs> count I don't think live. we have enough time, actually. We don't have enough time for this. No, Sorry. we do, we do. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm good, depending on the day, like 15. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's... Dang. We, we don't have time for it, though. Sorry. We don't uh, have time for it. I just we'll did a bunch a this morning. Yeah. Oh, man. There. Those are one-handed pulls, by the way, though. So, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah, with added weight, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. With Eden yeah. hanging from his hips. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Now I think now what I think we need to do is after this, you guys need to like film like a little Instagram video and put it online of Bryce doing his 15. Let's Absolutely. call him out and oh see if he's make sure he can do oh, yeah. no he's kipping. Just, I mean, completely ooh. strict. Yes. A two second hold at the bottom. Oh, okay. We might need to drop that down a With little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that strict pull-up gets bastardized a lot, right? It's like, oh, that's a strict. No, that's not a strict pull-up. Yeah. Really How about not. we slow it really down? The one, like a two second hang at the bottom, oh, yeah. a one second chin over bar hold at the top. Now those yeah. are some strict pull-ups. Yeah, yeah you got to coach yourselves there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. How do you find time slash motivation slash the desire to work out after being in the gym all day. So this is kind of more of like a personal question for you guys. Like, what does that look like? What does that routine look like? Um, I know I have some things to work around my schedule and when my energy is the best, but how about you, Eden? How do you go about doing that? Yeah, uh, for me, I it's usually at night that I get my motivation for the next day to mm -hmm. get that workout in because either I'm feeling really sluggish, maybe like I'm really tired really early in the evening and I know it's most likely probably because I didn't get much movement in. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, the night before, I kind of think of a game plan of like, you know, I have this time that I can do this. This is when I'm going to dedicate that time to myself so that I can feel better the following night. Um, so that that's a big piece of it, just thinking back to how I know it will make me feel once it's done. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest, the biggest point. Uh, for me, I don't. I don't find the motivation. It's hard mm -hmm. at the end it of the day. Hard. There is no such thing as the motivation lightning bolt, right? Uh, oh, my God. I just need to get struck by it. And here we go. <laughs> no, no. And, and people talk about, you know, the same advice we give to our clients, consistency, discipline, um, sometimes just being forgiving of yourself. Hey, it's been mm -hmm. a long day. I am tired. Yeah. Right. Let's get it in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, for that, I try to sneak in a lot of movement throughout my day. I am very lucky that my job is one that keeps me on my feet, mm -hmm. crouching, standing, squatting, lifting, twisting all day, right? We, we work people out because they're not getting enough movement throughout their days. I am so lucky to have a job that I get to move all day. Totally, yeah. So I'm looking to supplement that, you know, it, uh, mood boosting from running is great for me. So mm -hmm. try to go for a run, try to go for a bike ride. You know, mm -hmm. post work, you know, maybe I'll have a half hour break, I'll do something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I uh, at the end of the day, I, I'll be honest, I, I don't want to do it. Like, what's what's your, like, the best time of day for you to work out? Like, the most energy, so if the, in a mm -hmm. perfect world, mm -hmm. what time of day would you love to, like, hit up the gym every single day? Oh, right before I work. Okay. Like, mm -hmm. an hour before. Yeah. Enough time that I yep. can get a good workout in, get a good meal, uh, shower up if I need, and then, then train everybody else. Yep. You know, you just think about that spike in mood, if you can start out your day. Uh, I mean, that's why, you know, so many of our clients work out at five, six, seven oh, in the morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I, I think that's great. Yeah, I got, I've gotten that question before. I was like, oh, what's the best time of day to work out? There's no best mm -hmm. time. Whatever's it's just best, whenever, whenever you yeah, want whatever's to. best for you. Yeah. So it might, it might fluctuate. One day it's 530 in the morning. One day it's 6 p.m. at night. One day it's 2 in the afternoon. And it could be in a gym. It could be in your living room. It could be at a park. It could be wherever. Like fitness doesn't need to take place inside of four walls with like colorful bumper plates and you know rubber smelling dumbbells. Like it could be anywhere, right? And so it's like it, there is no perfect time. You're not going to burn fat at any different time. It, 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 that's when we're starting to overthink things way too much. You know? How about you, Maggie? Um, I I really do feel that I get my motivation from all of you guys that we see in the gym. Cause like I see people conquering their gym fears. They're like, they come in, they're like, I don't know if I can do that. And then they end up doing it and they end up feeling strong and powerful. And I watch that and I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or like somebody inspires me like, oh, that move looked really good. I think I want to do that later. I'm going to mm -hmm. mentally add that to the arsenal. Um, and then I'm able to 
find that that motivation that energy and then get it get it done with at the end of my day mm-hmm. have you guys ever programmed a workout had a client do it and you're like damn yes. that looks like a crazy good workout like yeah. i'm gonna yes. hit that yeah. right That's it's like very yeah. Yeah. yeah you like see a workout and everyone's just like toasted and you're like all right i'm you're definitely like, doing right, that like right, if my client's gonna attack that and hit that there's no reason that uh-huh. when this class is done and i don't have a client for an hour i'm, I'm hitting it right now and, and getting it done that's always kind of fun right mm-hmm. and then i love like the the banter like guys i just did that workout or i tested it it's it's nasty, you know, and it's kind of fun to have that um, as well with, with the clients, you know. And for me, like with working out, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a thing where it just it supplements my lifestyle and it gives me, you know, it, it's my disconnect time. It's getting right. away from the computer, getting away from my cell phone. It's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is when I go work out at other gyms and people are in there scrolling Instagram the whole time. Like, oh. ah, man, like disconnect, like enjoy yourself, be present, you know, be yeah. present. And that's what working out is for me. And, and working out is, yeah, for me with, with, you know, coaching and the gym, it's, it's different times every day. You know, sometimes it's in the morning, sometimes it's in the afternoon. Um, I don't fret too much or don't put too much thought into when I work out. It's just, I just know that I want to move my body at some point today. Yeah. And every day it's going to look a little different. Some days it's a 10 minute hit workout in my living room. Some days I'm at the gym for 90 minutes in, in doing a bunch of different stuff um, and testing things and trying new stuff to just grow as a coach and trainer mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, fitness, um, you know, we're not immune to it as trainers. We're not immune to the lack of motivation or whatever. And there are definitely days where, yeah, I'm just like a couch slug and oh, I literally yeah. don't get anything, but that's okay. Like we're going to have those days and just know that the next day you're going to get after it and, mm-hmm. and get some movement in. Yep. Yeah. And then I think an important note is that taking a day off doesn't ruin your goals you're not gonna you know gain a bunch of weight taking a day off you're not going to lose a bunch of muscle right right taking a a day off from like Mm. strength training or whatever I know a lot of people feel like that like oh gosh I have to work out every day and then they start to beat themselves up and Mm -hmm. I don't think that uh it's like listening to your body your body's going to tell you you need to take rest you're going to be tired you're going to feel lethargic your body's going to hurt you're going to know when it's a time to take a day off or i would tell i even recommend people to take a week off sometimes like hey just take the week like relax just go for some walks do some stretching i'll see you next week you're going to actually probably feel stronger and fitter after taking a week off you're going to like let your body mentally you just need a break and i know sometimes people like hey i I, i'm really unmotivated to work out right now i know i want to do some movement today how do i find some motivation i just say go for a walk Yep. For me, like just getting outside and after five minutes of walking, I'm like, my energy's way higher. I got some sunlight and now I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go home and hit a workout now. Yep. But if I'm just sitting in my, on my couch watching stranger things, like it's really hard to get rid of that, like low energy, lethargic mm-hmm. type feeling. Just throw the shoes on, get outside five minutes. You're going to be like, all right, let's do this. Yep. And to yeah. backpack on that, um, just to be brief with this. Uh, the science behind movement and what it does to your brain, lighting up both sides of your brain, all different parts, what it not only does for your physical health, but for your mental health, your creativity, your effectiveness at your desk job, at whatever job where you're, uh, you know, talking with people all day, solving problems for you to be active. You're taking care of your brain for years to come. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Thank you guys. Next question. Recommendations on how to balance time for a healthy lifestyle. So sleep, workout, meals. How do you balance all that and recommendations of maybe like little hacks that you guys have to make things more time efficient so they do fit into your, you know, into your day? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll start this one off. Um, for me, the sleeping part, that's, that's usually what gets me. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to go to bed on time. I have that um, mindset of like, I want to stay up all night, even though I'm tired. <laughs> um, so it helps me to stay on track with that is to have a routine of like these are the things that I know work for me to kind of wind down to feel like I'm ready 
I'm in the headspace to go to sleep. And then also having something, you know, maybe it's a breakfast or a coffee or something that I'm excited for in the morning that I can say, I'm going to bed. This is going to start me off really well tomorrow. Um, the other thing that I like to do is plan meal, like cooking, meal prep, all of that as an event and then make, you know, have some music on or like make it something fun where it feels like I'm it's not rewarding. doing a chore. Right. 100%. Yeah. So those are my tips. Uh, for me, it's creating a routine. That's probably been the biggest thing for me. My sleep uh, has been uh, very important for me this last year and a half plus, especially through COVID. Um, very hard to, mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be mentally uh, healthy if you're not getting good sleep. Um, I read uh, why, why Do We Sleep? I can't remember exactly who the author is, but since then, uh, there's a list of 10 things at the end of the book. I don't know if you care to read the whole, whole book, but uh, Why We Sleep, look up the 10 reasons, and um, since then, it's just been like, okay, it's 11 o'clock, whatever time, I am turning off all the lights, uh, phone is getting turned off in another room, um, journaling, wrapping up my day, whatever I can signal to my body that the day is over, to then be refreshed and mm -hmm. re-energized for the next day. Um, that's when I feel my best. I like to work backwards. If I know I'd, if, mm -hmm. if I if getting seven plus is important to me, I work backwards. Tomorrow I got to be up at six, mm -hmm. so I need to be in bed at this time. Yep. You kind of set those parameters, yep. right? You set those parameters around like okay, and then you start that bedtime routine. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, they're like, I get, I want to get a lot of sleep. I want to mm -hmm. get that seven plus eight hours, but I'm not tired. And my one of my biggest recommendations is create a bedtime routine like you yes. have a morning routine to get yeah. your day going you have your coffee you brush your teeth and you kind of ease into the morning so then you could just take off well have a bedtime routine as mm -hmm. well right we're dimming the lights um turning off overhead lights and turning on lower lights because light above us mm -hmm. makes us think the sun is up and right. our body and energy so dimming the overhead lights turning on some lower lights putting your pajamas on mm -hmm. brushing your teeth doing some stretching that's a great way to come down and then disconnecting from the damn Netflix, your cell yeah. phone, grab a book. I don't know how many times I've fallen asleep where I wake up because I yep. drop my book on my face. Yep. Yeah. Um, reading is a great way to kind of calm the mind and fall asleep. And then maybe for some people, it's writing down that to-do list for the next day. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people lay in bed and they're thinking about all the to-dos. Yeah. And that keeps you awake. Mm -hmm. Write it down, have a notebook next to your bed. And so as something pops in your head, you could write it down and now you're much more relaxed because now you know you're not gonna forget that to do that you needed to do. That's 100% something that I started a couple months ago. Uh, the journaling before bed, and it can mm -hmm. turn into a to-do list. Um, lately, I've been doing like a three things that I'm grateful mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. uh, just because I, I forget yep. the, yeah. yep. all the things that I'm grateful for, and I focus on all of the negative things that are going on, because we, we are human and we all have negative things going on. Um, and, and so just being present and um, engaged with how good your life is, because, mm -hmm. you know, if you, you believe your life is good, feeling grateful, you're gonna then just protrude greatness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it's like, you know, if, if finding like, you know, finding balance and time for a healthy lifestyle, it's, if it's a priority, you're gonna find time, yeah. right? We all have, somehow we all find time to watch Netflix or our favorite TV show that comes out. Mm -hmm. Why can't that be meal prep? Mm -hmm. And kind of like Eden was saying, like, it's like stacking, habit stacking, James Clear talk about that. Like, mm -hmm. I can only yeah. watch Netflix yeah. if I'm meal planning. Yeah. So now you're getting something done that you really want to start creating into your life. But I have Netflix on my computer in the kitchen on my lap, you know, on my laptop so I could watch it while I'm meal prepping. Mm -hmm. I, you know, and so you're, you're finding ways to make sure that if it's important to you, if it really, really is important to you, if it really, really <laughs> is important to you, you will find time. Yeah. yeah. You will find time to do it. You'll find time to sleep 
And if you and if you're having a hard time with it, then outsource it. Mm-hmm. You outsource your you outsource your training by showing up to Orange U. Well, if meal planning is important, guess what? Right next to this Orange U University Avenue location, there's a place called Lean Feast. <laughs> where all of you right now listening to this get 10% off your entire order. <laughs> well, Guess what? All your meals can be cooked and prepped for you, and it takes two minutes in the microwave to warm up. That's amazing. It is amazing. Like, I just, I crushed my lunch right before I walked in the door. Bryce saw me sitting over there eating my lunch. <laughs> it's so simple. And so if meal and eating is important to you, do it. Like, you're not going to regret it because eight to 10 bucks for one of those meals is totally worth my two hours on a Sunday when I'd rather be doing something else. Mm-hmm. So, like, check them out. They're <laughs> Good food. It, you don't just have to get the meals either. You just want to stop and see what it's like. I love their shakes. Yeah. Peanut butter and jealous, my yeah. favorite. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, outsource if you're having a hard time, and then maybe from there that might motivate you to maybe start trying it yourself. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, if it's important to you, you're going to find the time. All right, guys, last question. Last question of the day. We're going to hammer this out. How do you or how do I work out and stay active on a vacation? Walking. Yes. Oh, Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Absol- get out of that hotel. At the end of the day, you're on vacation. Explore. Yeah, absolutely. Don't but beat also, yourself up. But also, exactly. But also, enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. In, in, oh, gosh, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, I know I'm going on vacation, but like, don't worry. I'll stick to my diet. I'm not worried. You mm-hmm. shouldn't be either. Mm-hmm. It's one week. Yeah. Life is a lot longer than one week. If even. Yeah. I mean, it could be, it could be less. It could be, just enjoy your time away. And, yep. and be thankful that you can get time away. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, you know, when we talk about functional fitness and why people work out, right, you're working out to be able to carry your two 30 to 40 pound carry-on bags and onto the plane. And thrust them up. Yep, mm-hmm. put them up in yep. the overhead, be able to jog to catch the train, whatever that next link is. Rather than coming back, you know, it's, it's tough when I have clients come back and they're like, oh, my shoulders are wrecked because we, we, I did this thing and my body wasn't ready for it. Um, I love to hear people come back from their vacation, whether it's hiking or just spending time on the beach and going, gosh, I feel so good mm-hmm. and I'm ready to come I back to so this. I had so much mm-hmm. fun because I felt healthy and mobile enough yeah. and strong mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. to enjoy the time yeah. on my vacation. And for a lot of people, I tell people, just like eliminate that stress of feeling like you have to work on a vacation. If yeah. it's important to you and, and, you, and it, it's not something stressful, then absolutely. Like I'm the type oh, yeah, of person that like, I have to move my body on when I go. Mm-hmm. So I will drop into a random gym and get a workout in. For me, that's not stressful and that's something I look forward to. But for some clients, showing up to a random gym and working out is just not what they're going to do. Cool, whatever. Just go All for right. a walk. Mm-hmm. Walking is the most underrated, underrated, or most underrated form of exercise in the entire world. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be exploring a city, you're good. Don't worry, worry about it. You're probably going to get 10 to 20,000 steps that day. Oh, absolutely. You're good to go. Don't fret it. It's one week, three days, or whatever, and enjoy yourself, and you'll be right back in Orange Shoe the following week. For so, sure. Yeah, don't overthink it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That was really fun. We'll have yeah, to do this again. You. We got about like 10 more questions in this box, maybe more to answer. So we'll make sure we do a part two. Oh. So thanks, Bryce. Thanks, Eden. Thanks, Maggie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. And then if you guys need more clarification or whatever, ask these guys when you show up to your next session, right? If you need to dive more into it or something like spurred something in you, these guys are going to be your go-to, right? Never be afraid to ask your trainers questions. That's what they're here for. They want all the questions, right? It, all the questions is, and so if you guys have any of those, um, either reach out via the, uh, the podcast and we could dive into it again or ask them in your session. So thank you guys so much for uh, joining me today on the podcast. Yeah, thank, you. Yes, yeah, thank you. 
As always, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate every listen that I get. With that being said, if you have any feedback or any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please use the link in the bio above to submit me a quick little voice message you could do right from your phone. I would love to hear from you. So thank you so much again for listening and have a great rest of your day.